First a goal from the nine on the toss. This is Reed. Turns the corner. Takes it to the end zone for a Packers touchdown. First and ten from the Atlanta 32. Off the play fake. Love fires over the middle, and it's caught for a first down, and a touchdown by Dontavian Wicks. 32 yards, the rookie out of Virginia with his first NFL TD. Play action on first down, pass is caught, and taken into the end zone by Jaden Reed, his second touchdown today. Obviously very disappointed that when you have a 12-point lead in the second half and you don't make the plays that um, and don't play complimentary football, and then when you have mistakes, all those get magnified. And so uh, disappointed. you got to give credit to Atlanta. They battled uh, and did a better job than us, obviously. Yeah, um, you know, I think it just comes down to execution and, and being better in the fourth quarter um, and being able to you know, play a full game. Um, and I think we just... We didn't execute well enough in the fourth quarter. Um, weren't able to move the ball and convert third down, so uh, that's really what hurt us. I mean, that was a silly penalty. We can't have that. Those are penalties that get you beat, and obviously when you lose a game by one point, uh, that's, that's one of the critical points in the game. Um, decent. I mean, obviously other than second half and uh, fourth quarter, I think third downs, we weren't good enough tonight. Um, but other than that, it was all right. So what did you think of the last few possessions? Is this part of the learning curve for a, a young starting quarterback? Um, yeah, I mean, like, to be honest with you, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? The last possession, we had three runs. We had a third and looked like about a half yard, and we came up short. So, um, you know, you'd hate to – I thought he was playing really well. And I thought he did a lot of great things. I thought he showed great poise, made some off-schedule plays, made the throws when they needed to be made, made great decisions, took, did a good job taking care of the football. So there was a lot of positives from that. I think that, you know, um, quite frankly, I wish we had, had more opportunities for him. Let's go down to life out here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, at Diddy NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And it is the post-show, post-game, post-whatever review, post-loss review, in fact, which is a shame. Oh, there's Look, it's mixed feelings about this. So I, what I do is, again, I sort of take notes of the game, every single play, and then I do an, an overall narrative as I'm sort of going through it. I was almost half thinking of... You know, recording the podcast live and just giving your thoughts on it because it's, you know, you'll have a sort of during the game narrative and sort of reaction. And then you'll sit back and think about it for a while and go, all right, all right, maybe I overreacted there or that's not good enough. So I'm not on here to sort of wax lyrical about how there's a silver lining here or anything like that. I will be talking about the ugly parts and all that kind of jazz. And it is a real shame. This game is absolutely winnable. Um, and as you'll hear in the intro, Matt LaFleur talks about that delay a game for the field goal. That doesn't come through, and then they end up punting the ball. Had they got that, should have, would have, could have, right? But had they got that, well, then the game would have been won. And that's what he's talking about, that that's the type of stuff that gets brought under a microscope. Um, the thing is, the loss is raw. 
uh, because it's a high, when it's a highly winnable game, it's when the odds seem stacked up against you and then you put in a performance that brings you really close. It's very hard to then accept the fact that we were up against it. Do you know what I mean? If you're doing a race against somebody and all of a sudden you're an awful lot closer than you think you are and you're kind of thinking, God, had I just done this one thing, then we would have won. And that's what this game comes down to. I mean, there's an awful lot of shoulda, woulda, couldas in this game. Um, let me start off by, and I'm not using this as an excuse, by the way, so don't tune out. But I think that it also can't be ignored. Like last season, Aaron Rodgers had a broken thumb. Certainly a thumb issue. And an awful lot of people discounted it. Like, oh, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's like, oh, yes, it does. It matters, right? If you're racing a car and you've got a puncture, it kind of matters. Um, so that was very impactful on the season. Um, and in this game, I think, if you just look at it on the face of it, so, for instance, if we pretend that we didn't watch the game, and if you haven't watched the game, uh, what you would do is, is you would look at the box score and you'd say, and you'd look at the, the narrative that goes around it, right? So we were without our first wide receiver, number one, Christian Watson. Uh, we were without our running back, number one, Aaron Jones, who arguably carried us in that game against the Bears, who lost this week, by the way. Again, uh, 0-2. Uh, our left tackle is out, David Bakhtiari, who is super duper solid when he's playing. It's a shame that these injuries keep rearing their heads. And then during the game, we lost Elton Jenkins. So he went out our left guard. So the left side of the line is massively deficient. And if you add into that, you might go, well, Steve, you know, who cares, right? That doesn't matter. Let's have a look at the first possession. Flea Flicker uh, tries to hit Wicks long. The throw's on the money, by the way, and they get the penalty. And that brings us right up the field. AJ Dillon, three-yard run. Then it's incomplete. Then there's a false start by who? Rashid Walker. The left tackle replacement. Um, and then the ball is tipped and almost picked off. And that's when we have that delay game. So to me, the first possession was really shoddy uh, for two reasons. One, uh, the left tackle, Rashid Walker, commits the penalty, which pushes us from third and seven to third and 12. And then it becomes sort of desperation stuff, this tipped ball almost picked off. And we had a chance to gain the field goal from that. And then there's that ridiculous penalty for a delay game. So it's bad. And I think that that sort of tipped pass panic play comes into play in the fourth quarter. And we've heard Jordan Love in the intro talk about that as well, that they just need to get the plays going. Um, so I think that's important there. But on the face of it, with going away to the Falcons, we've heard that their defense is unbelievable. Uh, seeing Bijan uh, Robinson uh, play against us and gouge us entirely. Uh, you'd look at it and go, okay, he is a, a wonderful talent. But I think there's a, there's a weird mix between... Him being almost unstoppable because he's just a fantastic player. Plus that we have a, a defense run by Joe Barry, who's already on the hot seat and an awful lot of first round picks that should be able to get this stop, but they don't. Um, but again, coming back to this on the face of it narrative, you know, without those key players, you can't just say that that doesn't matter because it quite clearly does. But I think what kicks us in the cojones is the fact that we're throwing two touchdowns to Reed, rookie. Wicks gets a touchdown. We're up by 12 points coming into the fourth quarter. And that scene is, you know, because there was a takeout there that I see your man getting lambasted for, where he said, if you're blaming the players that aren't on the field for this loss, you're doing it wrong. And you're like, no, we're, we're missing your top receiver, missing your top running back, missing your top left tackle, missing your top left guard. And then everything else kind of fell apart behind it. Joe Barry should have definitely done a better job with the defense because how many times 
uh, did we fall short? And Jair Alexander had an absolutely shocking game. Shocking. Uh, he dropped that interception. Uh, he got beaten on so many different plays, uh, like properly waxed. Um, there was one by Drake uh, London in the end zone, which was, was shocking. But to drop that interception was criminal. And Quay Walker to drop one as well was even more not even more criminal because that one seemed to be a bit harder. But either way, both interceptions that were dropped by the players seemed to me to be easier to catch than it was to actually drop them. And they dropped them. And then you've that delay a game on the field goal. Um, and then there's soft zone coverage played on third and what was it, third and 13 or third and 17 or something ridiculous. And then Rashan Gary, who came in and was an absolute game wrecker last week against the Bears, Seems to get smacked around and, and let Ritter leak out far too much. Um, you know, when you look at the Atlanta rushing, we got absolutely gouged. Uh, Desmond Ritter, he had 10 carries for 39 yards with a 3.9. And that would lie to you because an awful lot of that stuff was on really important downs. Um, and it was just mind-blowing. And then when you look at AJ Dillon, and he's come in for an awful lot of criticism online, uh, he didn't get the job done either so for the Packers 15 carries 55 yards with a 3.7 with a long of eight you know you need more and I know the comms are sort of waxing lyrical but always a load you don't want to come up against them and all this type of stuff however it's the same thing the big players come in with big plays and big moments and there was too many third and ones and third and shorts that AJ Dillon just couldn't get over the line some of them tripping himself up which again is an absolute kick in the face um so between Jair Alexander not playing well, uh, you know, the sensational talent that was Bijan Robinson, Algier was fantastic as well uh, on the night, playing soft on the third and 15, the defense dropping two interceptions and the missed tackles as well um, was shocking. So when you have a dynamite player like Bijan Robinson, uh, who was well over 100 yards early in the game, uh, he ended on 124 with a 6.5 average, which is sick. Um you know, you're kind of like, what are we doing? And then the Packers gained an awful lot on, uh, you know, pass interference as well. But if you look at Ritter, again, I said it, called it early in the game. I have it written in my notes here on the second possession. You know, this is a guy, here's a guy uh, who looked like he was willing and ready to be picked off at any moment. His throwing was very suspect. And I think had her defense put up any sort of a fight against him on the pass game. But that that's the point, you know. You can criticise Joe Barry all you like, and it's warranted, by the way, um, on the run defence, but you, you can't bring him up on missed tackles, and that's what was happening. There was, you know, these ankle-crushing highlights of Savage missing tackles, and Jen Jair Alexander comes in, he misses tackles. Now, what I would say is, is Darnell Savage, on the face of it, had a great game. Uh, very impressed again. The second week in a row, I think he played really, really well. But again... If you're going uh, run, 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 and you just keep running at us and murdering us um, in the run game, and you say then, right, stack the box, um, which is easier said than done against someone like Bijan Robinson. It's it's clear because he played a blinder last week as well. Um, you know, then you sort of say, well, you know, stack the box, and then you see the performance that the lads put in on Soft Zone, on J.R. Alexander, on Drake London, and Smith almost spanked us a, a couple, Joni Smith spanked us a couple of times as well. You know, four receptions for 47 for an 11.8. Bijan Robinson, uh, you put uh, Devondre Campbell on him, a linebacker, their most dynamite player. You know, the, the stuff is just uh, absolutely shocking. And to say that Joe Barry was in the hot seat, um, 
it was it just was simply wasn't good enough. Now, in a weird twist of fate, uh, and I suppose it's not twist of fate, it's how these things pan out. The Packers are still number one in the NFC North. Uh, Say still number one, I guess they they took over that position this week because the Bears lost, the Lions lost in overtime to the Seahawks, um, and of course the Vikings lost earlier in the week. So the Packers go in uh, and they sit atop at one and one. The Lions are at one and one, but the, because the Packers beat the Bears, uh, we ended up on top as well. Uh, but like it's been pointed out, uh, the people that kind of crapped the bed here was the defense uh, and the offense in the fourth quarter. I don't. Uh, Jordan Love played a, a good game. I found fourteen of twenty five for one hundred and fifty one yards. Uh, didn't throw an interception. Now that's the grace of God, uh, because there was a couple of tip balls there where there was a bit of a holler out of me, and even my kids were running over, going, "Oh my God, why did we did we lose? Did something happen?" And I was like, "No, it almost." Um, so you know, he comes out with a quarterback rating of one hundred thirteen point five with those three touchdowns thrown to the rookies. Uh, but again, bringing it back, I mean, on the face of it, to have such a young squad, to have the rookies in there, I think they would be the excuses why we would lose this game and probably lose heavily. Um, under Aaron Rodgers that's not a knock on Aaron Rodgers as such but I think that you know we gave Aaron Rodgers so much more credit that if things didn't go right we'd go well what is he supposed to do and at least we brought the fight to the Falcons to the very end in a super duper winnable game as well we should have been up far more uh, but I would say is is that look we need to blood Jordan Love in these situations where it's the fourth quarter you know you've what less than a minute to go and you need to get the job done. And like he says, they just didn't get the job done. Plus the play calling kind of stank um, at the end. Like Matt LaFleur says, you know, the last real possession they had was three runs and they couldn't get the job done. You know, a couple of inches and they still couldn't get over the line. And then they criticise him for punting and all that. But, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, really. Um. So what faith did he have that he was going to sort of go over? But look... It, it all just, it went wrong in critical situations. I mean, Rashan Gary letting Ritter out at critical times. And I don't think you can discount the fact that, you know, the Falcons had absolute balls of steel to go for it when they were down. It was fourth and one and they end up getting it, um, you know, which is stones of steel. And, and the defense had put it up to them at various times throughout the game. It wasn't a complete wash. Um, you look at the stats at the very end of it you know they rushed for over 200 yards on us for a 4.7 average which simply isn't good enough you're not going to win games doing that um, but at the same time super winnable game uh, and credit where credit is due the Falcons stayed in it till the end went for it on that fourth and one and then it kind of just fell flat for us at the very end you cannot go uh, in the fourth quarter give up 13 points and not score any yourself and then expect to come away and win that game particularly when you've only been leading by 12 obviously so it's a shame but there is loads of positives there i mean the rookies are are standing up for us uh jordan love looks calm the majority of the time but look this is gonna be the ups and downs of the nfl and the game and the fact that we didn't get blown out i think is super positive maybe in years gone past when they had a dominant run game we would get absolutely blown out of it um, but again, Matt LaFleur stuck to that commitment and stuck to the run, even though it wasn't particularly working. And um, we didn't sort of try throw hero ball. So I think that, you know, listen to LaFleur's press conference where he was saying that Jordan Love did a good job um, of sort of, you know, sticking to the game plan and doing what he's doing. And I think there's very veiled uh, dissatisfaction put out into the public there by saying we didn't play complimentary football. Well, what does that mean? Well, the defense crapped a bit in the fourth quarter. The offense as well, you know. And he, he's not sort of immune from that criticism. Um, and then sort of saying that he wished he would have gave Jordan Love some 
you know, more time to do what he needed to do because obviously it didn't work with AJ Dillon. So I guess that answers. Now it's one game, right? So let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I guess that answers the difference between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. And if the Packers went into this game, as has been suggested by some people to say, maybe Christian Watson could have played. Maybe Aaron Jones could have been carted out there, you know? Um, and the fact that they rested them was sort of a sign of that they were willing to... And I, you, Matt LaFleur would not say this, but they were willing to sort of chalk the game up to a loss um, or at least risk a loss because you would rather come away with a close loss um, than you would, you know, putting out those players and getting them injured for the season. And what I would say as well is, is that it's a little bit manky to think of Christian Watson as wide receiver number one. Now, he was dynamite down the stretch last year, but it's still quite incredible for a team to go in without their left tackle, left guard, or be one, and then their wide receiver being a second-year player uh, who still, you hold your breath when the ball is coming to him. But look, I put it out there and said, look, give us your good, the bad, and the ugly of what you thought of this game um, on Twitter. And these are the responses that we got. Good, Jordan Love, bad, Matt LaFleur, ugly, the run defense. Uh, that came from Mark Wellner. I'd agree with you there. Um... Simon Daly, good. LaFleur sweater. Uh, it was it was pretty nice. Bad. The running back and the invisible wire that seemed to be in front of him on big plays. Again, like I said earlier in the podcast, big players come through with big plays. Uh, Dermot Martin came in and said, let's all relax. The roller coaster goes up and down and the key to the season is progress and we saw plenty tonight. I'd agree with that, uh, Dermot, to be honest. I mean, the quarterback rating from Jordan Love, he looked after the ball. Um, and then you look at the Desmond Ritter and, and what could have been, you know, his stat line was one touchdown, one interception. Uh, quarterback rating is 79.8 but he should have had another two interceptions on that and that's down to solely our defense and there will be ups and downs and I'd rather lose by a point and look at it and go gee that game was there for the winning instead of seeing everybody get blown out Jordan Love throws six interceptions and then go Jesus where is our future uh, Damon at Damo Packer said uh, good lots of positives from Jay Love Reed and Wicks agree bad Joe Barrio saying a more ugly run defence so look we're all watching the same game at least um, Sam says the good was Reed and Wicks giving us more options in the offence and the bad defence seemed to allow Atlanta to dominate just couldn't seem to stop them as the game wore on Dylan's running game gets an honorary mention and the ugly was a fourth quarter performance say no more so look um, and someone says cut Josh Myers um, so look the, the, it's the same from everybody really you know, um, you look at it and you go, run defense wasn't good enough. But then, well, let's see the stats that Bijan Robinson has, um, at the end of the season. I think he's going to be putting up insane numbers. Uh, there's no doubting the fact that the guy has that special talent. And Tyler Algier as well. I mean, the one-two punch that he had was fantastic. But I will, I will say, let's just pull the camera back a little bit. Did we get blown out? No. Did Jordan Love look after the ball? Absolutely. Um, and just his his style. You know, he's cool as a cucumber. Apart from the fourth quarter, that does concern me a bit. Uh, but what you want is, is you want a defense that has eight first round picks to be able to stop the run and the pass in some capacity that when you go into the fourth quarter, up two scores, that you'll somehow be able to hold on to it. And I don't think that's good enough, you know. And I think if you have some sort of a competent running game that you can run your play action off, uh, well, then you can get it going. I think AJ Dillon's problem is is that he's got this big fat arse and these big chunky legs and he's an absolute load. And I think that he invites contact. And I think that he's so content to run into um, people and run into defenders um, and sort of say, you know, like, I'll, I'll bring this game to you. And there's no sort of finesse there. Aaron Jones is that finesse and that patience um, to sort of 
you know, take his time, be patient, look for the gaps. Um, but good points. Let's not focus on all the negative here. Uh, Jaden Reed beat Trey Flowers so bad is that they had to sub him off. And then he goes in then and uh, pulls in a touchdown after that on the opposite side. Um, I think Savage played a, a great ball. I think, uh, you know, the balls of steel from the Falcons uh, to go in at the very end because Koo had went and missed the, the extra point. But they say, screw it, we're going to go with Robinson. Um and they go in and, and do the business, and then Kua gets a field goal at the end. And then our last possession was pretty shocking. Incomplete pass to Reed. Uh, he sails the pass uh, over uh, the receiver. Then on third and 10, sails it over again on Dubs, who was open, by the way. And then there was that diving catch, but it was marked as incomplete, and the game is over. Um, so let's um, let's finish up. Let's finish up. I, I think we lost by a point. We could have won by two, hypothetically, if we had got that field goal. I think if we had that field goal that didn't have the delay a game, uh, well, then maybe that changed the landscape of it. You know, maybe we would still lose because we'd go in thinking, right, we're not up 12, we're up 15. Let's play conservative. And then all of a sudden we uh, crap the bed and, and we crash out. Or Jordan Love is put at ease and makes some nice little dinky donkey stuff, gets the a couple of first downs, and then we ice the game. We'll never know, but I think that it's a lesson for the defense, uh, to be honest, and I think the offense is still making strides, but we're still on course, I think. Uh, Jordan Love had a good game. I think the, the rookie receivers looked great, but I think we definitely do need options um, at running back because they brought in Emmanuel Wilson, three carries uh, for five yards, which was which was a 1.7, and that flatters him um as well because he did a long of seven and obviously got stuffed then on the others to sort of bring that back to five and then patrick taylor had one carry for one yard uh which again isn't good enough so when you think about the wealth of uh sort of depth that we had when we had um jamal williams in there with jamal williams being drafted before aaron jones and aaron jones being that superstar and um, jamal williams was seen as a different runner uh, aj dylan is great i guess when you bring him in behind aaron jones but we know what aaron jones we look like we're in trouble and then does the play action fall down um but all in all i mean 113.5 passer rating from jordan love i think he's very good when he's calm and controlled and i think that there's no way for him to get better at these two-minute drills and this sort of panic station stuff against an Atlanta Falcons defense that we were told before the game was really, really tough. Um, so unfortunately, we need to blood them in those situations. It did not pan out this time, um, but we did not get blown out. So look, the next game is at home. We're not on the road again. So let's see what the reception is like there. And um, if we get a win and the rest of the NFC North, which is looking weaker than we thought, uh, fall again, well then look, all we have to do is win the NFC North and we're in with a shot. So anyway, that's the post-game reacts. Let me know what you thought of it. Um, I'll be back again with some preview stuff. And as always, check out some more video and things that we have going on the Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok accounts as well. But anyway, stick to social medias. Give us your opinion. Bang us in an email and get onto that Discord as well. And I'll be back for the preview show ahead of week three. Go Pack Go.